Hi everyone, thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Kat Shear, and this is a special presentation from Clydesdale Media. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone about our sponsors. RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for us all. Use the code Clydesdale15 for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a seven-day trial, and after that, our followers will get their first month free when they use the code CLYDESDALEFREEMONTH at mobilitymovement.com. And finally, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective, best-tasting, and high, highest-quality products. Get 20% off when you use the code CLYDESDALE at checkout at c4energy.com. And today on Meet the Athlete, we have Atlas Games semifinalist Jack Rosema. Jack, how you doing? I'm doing good, Kat. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for taking time to do that, do so. Yeah. Um, your first open was in 2017. Yeah, correct. And in 2021, you qualified for the Granite Games. You placed 15th at the Granite Games. So no stranger to semifinal action. Yeah. Um, but this year, you're going back to Atlas Games. So yeah. tell us a little bit about uh, your season this year. Uh, yeah, so it was... Um just kind of kind of normal here so i found a cool gym uh 785 athletics here in manhattan kansas that's where i live now um okay. so i did the quarterfinals there you know did the open the the structure the way it is now you don't really have to place a whole lot of emphasis on the open so i just kind of trained through it didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it um and then you know really put the focus on quarterfinals um so i just uh did that as best i could and then it ended up getting a couple of good scores in that, that pulled me up, I think in, you know, in the top 80 or so. So, and then we didn't really have a chance to like state our preferences for semifinals. Um, sure. I mean, they did like, they sent out like a survey where you basically just told them if you intended to accept an invite and then where you live and then if there was any restrictions or anything like that, but you weren't okay. able to like put your preferences. So um, the Atlas games, full disclosure, wouldn't have been my first choice, but that's the one I'm going to. Um, sure. <laughs> so, you take what you uh, can get, right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's still, I'm grateful to be able to compete um, and go. There's obviously, um, it's a very competitive field this year with the, with the guys that are there. So um, it'll sure be is. very, very fun to test myself against those, against those guys and see what comes of it. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to be heading up there to Montreal in a few days. So yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Did you, when, last year, I know, I think athletes got a choice, right? You could rank order your semis. Do you recall yes. that process last year? And so where did Grand Games fall? So I personally don't recall that because I don't think I did because I actually got backfilled last year. So Okay, so yes. you were, yeah. You so were like I was a, basically. Icing on I the think, cake for you. You're like, send me anywhere. <laughs> exactly, at that point. So I think it was, so last year, um, it was pretty difficult because I was just joining. So I'm a JAG in the army. Um, so mm -hmm. like I was just doing my training last year um, for that job. So it was in uh, the JAG school, which is in Virginia. And that was from like the first week of March through May, like mid May. So that was like right in quarterfinals. Um, so it was just that training portion really for the army, at least really restricted the ability of myself, like basically my ability to train the way I wanted to. Um, so mm -hmm. I just wasn't able to really put my best effort into quarterfinals. So I think I, I landed at like 123rd or something like that when the top 120 okay. qualify. So didn't get like the first round invite. I think it was like 
the so the quarterfinals were around the same time i think late march early april and i didn't get an email until like first week of may that said you're you oh, know wow. you've been basically yeah basically you've been backfilled um if you want to go to semifinals your semifinals the granite games because however people pulled out um and withdrew or declined their invite or whatever that was just the way it happened so um mm -hmm. i was just like you said i was happy to go to anyone at that point because i i figured just because I knew a few people, um, the guy I was actually training with at the time, his name's Connor Duddy, who will be actually at the Atlas Games this year as well. Um, yep. I was actually training with him in Virginia, and just mutually, we knew a couple people on the leaderboard that were going to either go team or just straight up decline their invite. So I kind of knew it was coming. Um, so I was, you know, still training four semis up until that point and stuff. So because I, I had a good feeling that that was coming, just not that. It was going to take that long or um to get that so but it was yeah it was cool to get that invite still um i've always been more of like a you know i i prefer in-person competitions i guess is what i'll say because sure. i mean if, so if you just look at seating purposes me getting backfilled as one of the very last spots but then i take 15th um right. it's not you know those numbers don't compute very well so i wasn't sure and i knew that going in like i like i just said it wasn't like an ideal season for me due to life circumstances but it was happy to compete there that was actually the second time i've been at the granite games the 2019 i was there as an elite um individual yep. too and they always i think i things. judged you really <laughs> yeah i was a judge yeah. that year that was so yeah that was still kind of that was my big kind of eye-opening experience there because that was definitely my first individual big time competition um with some of the guys that were there um so that was that was fun and that i just yeah nothing nothing but good things to say about the granny games they always run it super smooth and super well um so yeah, they yeah. do a nice job. Little, um, let me ask you this absolutely. difference between uh, St. Cloud, the St. Cloud facility and the Viking Center place. Yeah, the, the Vikings training facility is obviously very, I mean, just super nice. Like training mm -hmm. facility for an NFL team is a little bit different than the division NAIA, division two hockey arena right. or whatever <laughs> that was. In. So, um, so I will say this, though, that was um i'm not someone who enjoys the heat i don't ever have um fantasies of retiring in florida or anything like that so mm -hmm. competing competing in the ice arena for most of the for most of the weekend was yeah. very nice last year it was 90 i think it was 95 all three days at the granite games and like so on the football field it was like 110. so it was <laughs> everyone not was, ideal yeah everyone was in there sucking it up together so it's not like i have anything to say it was a disadvantage or anything, but it was, um, yeah, those were, those are the only things that I'll say I missed about the St. Cloud part was, it was kind of cool in that, in that, <laughs> in that arena. Yeah. But no, the facilities, and I'm sure as, as we'll all see this weekend, um, will be pretty cool again. It's very, very cool to compete in that, on that field all weekend. So. Let me ask you some follow-up questions to what you mentioned before. Um, yeah. You said that, you know, your 123rd placing last year was mm. more of an indication of circumstances around your training um, yeah, due, due to so. your job and everything else, which is fair. Yeah. Um, how do you feel like that 80th place is in terms of it being indicative of your preparation and training this year? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to say. Like I said, there's lots of variables um, when it comes mm -hmm. to online online competitions and sure. um it depends on how closely you've been following it this season um with just crossfit hq and the judging and the scoring hasn't been the smoothest um yes. so, did you get penalties 
Um, I actually did not. So I personally got event. I think it was workout two and workout five of quarterfinals. I think within an hour of the deadline, um, it might not have been as fast as an hour. Maybe I shouldn't say that it, but it was like that afternoon, um, that I got Mm -hmm. an email for both of those events that said they'd been accepted with no penalties. So, um, yeah. And that was kind of, so event two was the one with all the pistols where everyone just got demolished with mm-hmm. the judging of the pistols. So apparently I did halfway decent pistols. Um, so or they didn't look at, or they didn't look at your video. Yeah. Or they were just like <laughs> this guy, you know, this guy's in like, you oh, know, I'm going to get in trouble for saying that, but yeah, <laughs> never know. I mean, it's, I mean, no one. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's all good. So it was, I don't, you know, in terms of like indicative, I think it's indicative of like, there's, I have some holes still that I, that I definitely have been focusing on since quarterfinals. Um, there are some areas where I'm not where I need to be. Um, I also, you know, I just think that it could, that it doesn't necessarily have any indication of where you will finish, you know, at sure. semifinals or anything like that. So honestly, as far as I'm concerned, like I could have been, you know, fifth or 115th. And I kind of, I wouldn't really care whether I'm in heat one or heat three on the first day of semifinals, I'm going to mm-hmm. look at it the same way and attack it with the same strategy and just try to put my best version of myself on the floor um, at the end of the day. So that's kind of all that really came that, that I think of when I think of my quarterfinals placement. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about, what you learned biggest takeaways from your experience last year of like in-person semis of just, yeah. Being at the granite games, competing in that field, you know, how did it affect your training going forward? Um, yeah. So like I just in general, um, strength is something that I don't really need to work on and it's just, I need to maintain strength and I need to continue to work on gymnastics, high volume, just shoulder stamina, core stamina when it comes to toes to bar, GHD, stuff like that. Um, I need to do, I bought a 30 pound wall ball for my home gym, which I, so I really don't ever use a 20 anymore because mm-hmm. there was a GHD 30 pound wall ball workout that absolutely trashed me at the Grand Games last year, which I was probably the worst I've ever felt like on a competition floor, just like physically, like not just feeling sorry for myself. I mean, like physically right. I was trashed. Like it so, wore you out. Yeah. Yeah. So just that stuff. I mean, ever since I joined um, or like started doing CrossFit, like uh, gymnastics was always a huge hole and just like a, a weakness coming from. So I wrestled in college. And so I had kind of just like that general weightlifting, strength and conditioning background. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it it probably took me six or nine months to like before I got a bar muscle up in 2017. So it probably almost 2018 before I even done a muscle up before. So like stuff like that, um, I've just kind of been hammering. That's what I took away from last season. And really just um, I think looking at each workout and and planning accordingly, because sometimes there's, there's just different strategies that you have to apply in terms of, am I going to hammer this in the beginning and then just try to hold on? Or am I going to try to gradually get faster as the workout goes and, um, you know, try to finish on a high note, like whether those, so just walking through those in my mind and really looking at, um, workouts in like in pieces and analyzing them as much as possible beforehand. I mean, mm-hmm. but then once three, two, one goes, I mean, you just, once, once you're locked in and you're just trying to put your best effort out there, that's really all it comes down to. And outside of, I think, um, just the actual competition floor, um, over the last year, I realized I need more sleep. 
I need to actually lock in nutrition a lot more. And I've actually, until about three or four months ago, I've never actually followed a strict program. So in terms of like, I've mm. never had someone program for me or actually follow like a programming. Um, and I have okay. a, a buddy who's now with underdogs athletics who kind of hooked me up um, with their programming. So for the last couple months, I've been following that to a T as much as I can. So really those, those little things um, really focusing on recovery and mobility and just are just stuff that I never really did before. Cause I didn't, you know, I either made excuses like I don't have time or I have to do this and I have other things going on. So um, it's really just getting to the point where on competition day, I can look back and say I did every single thing in my power to put the best product out there and then let the chips fall where they may. So um, I put a, like when I when I made my, my garage gym this year, I wrote on the wall surrender the outcome because I think I need to be I think I've needed to. In the past, I focused too much on what do I need to place in this? Um, you know what I mean? It's, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a failure if I don't reach this time right. or like make this placement. But um, like I just said, I think controlling all the things that I can control and then ending up uh, sorry, at the end just saying like, you know, I did everything I could and the outcome is what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Are there, um, are there athletes that you competed against at Granite Games that are going to be at Atlas? Um, honestly, I can't really think of you any off the top You haven't of dug that deep? Okay. Yeah, I'd have to. So I know like a few, honestly, because it's mostly, Can like it's not mostly Canadians, but it's a lot of Canadians. You know, I've never competed against Velner Adler or Alex Carone or Alex Vigneault. Um, I would have to look at maybe like the, I can pull up maybe like the leaderboard or anything like the that. Leaderboard, yeah. yeah. So let's look at Atlas Games. Did you, uh, how are you at Parallel Handstand Pushups? Um, so I, I, that's one thing. It's like just deficit, just handstand pushups in general. Um, I've been really trying to hammer over the last few months, like I said, because it's been a weakness in the past. So um, yeah. I do have I have parallels at home that I that I throw in as much as I can. So yeah, that'll be it's a like, good one that I'm excited. To, that pressing that pressing yeah. is a little bit different than pulling too, though. I yeah. know, like I struggle with gymnastics as well, but it's it's pulling stuff. You know, the okay. ring muscle ups, bar muscle ups. Um, mm -hmm. I'm pretty decent at the the pressing stuff. Like the handstand push ups aren't as much of an issue for me, but yeah. uh, you know, yeah, no, I don't think shoulders and press. Yeah, I don't think any. I think maybe Austin Spencer, who was at the Granite Games last year. Um, mm -hmm. And Connor Duddy, like I said, I trained with him. I've never actually competed on the same floor with him. But honestly, those oh, are the only that'd be cool. Yeah, those. Are, um, yeah, we talked a little bit about how we're both going there. So um, mm -hmm. that'll be that'll be cool for sure. To, to I actually, I actually think uh, my co-host Scott is interviewing Connor in like a couple hours. So okay, he's next. Yeah. He's next on our list. Nice. Tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about Army Warrior Fitness. Are you part of that? So I'm what's called an oh. at-large athlete for them currently. Okay. Um, so basically I have my, like I'm an attorney um, at Fort Riley, which is my full-time job. And then mm -hmm. as I qualify for events that are kind of, they have to be bigger scale. Like I, you know, I can't go to like your local mom and pop gym down the road and, and have, you know, just, and have the army be there and pay for me to try to drive there or whatever. So, um, but if they're bigger, bigger events like Wadapalooza, um, cross, obviously the, the whole structure of the CrossFit game season, if I make semifinals and then if I make the games, um, I would be part of their team. I would just travel as part of their team and represent them at that competition. So, um, okay. So yes. will you be ducked out in that gear for the weekend then? Yeah. Is that how that works? Yep. 
Very cool. Correct. Do you know Jacob? Yeah. Do you know Jacob Faf? Yeah. Yeah. We actually, we've talked a few times and, um, he was, so I was on a team at Wadapalooza with two other warrior fitness team athletes. One of them was, um, Luke Cunio, who was uh, like, uh, like actually at Fort Knox on the full-time team. And then mm-hmm. Cam Crockett, who actually just competed at the Mac. Um, yep. I believe he's finishing up ROTC in college. Um, so I believe that's how, so us three were on a team there and Jacob was there as well on just a different team. I don't think he was there as part of the fitness team. I'm honestly not sure. Mm-hmm. He's probably just hanging out with his friends. It's all good. Sure. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a beast for sure. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, so let's just go into your personal life just a little bit. Uh, are you married, yep. kids, dogs? So I, do, I am, yeah. I'm married to my wife, Melanie, and we have a daughter, Riley, who is, as of May, she was nine months old. So now she's going on 10 months. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah. so you really, you aren't getting a whole lot of sleep, probably. <laughs> um, thankfully, my wife is amazing, and she um, is the best mother that I could ever have asked for. Um, so <laughs> she, so she, yeah, she handles a lot of Riley's, like if I'm, and she, I'm just saying she knows that I place a lot of emphasis on training and, and just stuff like that. So yeah. um, if it's, of scenario where like I'm, you know, I have to get sleep these nights cause I'm, I'm trying to train or whatever. She handles a lot of that stuff, but Riley, um, our daughter is actually a very good sleeper. Once she gets to sleep, uh, recently, um, that's been the issue, which we're actually kind of, I think just getting on the other side of actually sleep training her. Um, okay. so that's getting, so that's getting better. Um, you let her cry it out. Yeah. Once she's asleep, she's definitely, she stays asleep and for a good, you know, seven, eight hours usually. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the longest well what's the longest you've had to let her go? Um I don't so I'm a little bit different than Mel. Like Mel won't let her cry for too long, I think, because she's yeah. too much of uh, a loving mother because she just can't stand to hear it. Um but yeah, I think we've let like but she but she's also like real and objective and knows that she has to take certain steps so that this doesn't continue to become a problem. Sure, um so sure. she yeah, I don't yeah, around like 45 minutes or an hour. She's mm-hmm. she she doesn't give up. Riley doesn't give up for sure. I think if we let her go, she would cry all day and all night long. So, um, <laughs> well, you know, maybe she'll she can apply that uh, talent to other things for for good. You know, as she yeah. gets older, it can't yeah, be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either stubborn or just strong willed. Whoever, however yeah. you want to. Yeah, either one it. might be good. Um, yeah. Does your does your wife do CrossFit? Um, she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm in that situation too. My spouse does not do it, but it sounds like yeah. she understands, you know, the sacrifice and what it takes yeah. and all that. So that's cool. Absolutely. I love it. She's yeah. She's very supportive. Um, so I'm guessing she's probably not making the trip. Yeah. So she, she and Riley will, um, I'm actually from Michigan. Okay. Um, originally we actually, we both were, we met, we met in high school, me and Mel did. So, um, she's probably going to be spending time with family in Michigan while I'm gone um, in Canada. So, okay. Yeah. So who, who all is coming with you? Who's got your coach's pass? Who's carrying your bags? Um, it is me, myself and I going. So really? just okay. me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. All right. So there's a guy that I interviewed yesterday. His name is Drake Stewart. Drake Stewart. Drake Stewart. He is one of your competitors. Okay. Young guy. How old are you? I am 26. I'll turn 27 in October. Okay. He's 23. He has a five-month-old son, so you guys are kind of like in the same boat here. He's brand new; like this is his first semifinal event. He does not have anyone going with him. 
Okay. So I'm going to suggest that the two of you hook up and yeah. like take care of each other because is it is it Drake Lewis? Yeah, Drake you? Lewis. I'm sorry, okay. I said story. Yeah, Drake I, Lewis. I just still have the leaderboard open, so that's just why I was looking for what you just said. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm literally going to send you all like a three way DM, and we're going to talk and we're yeah. going to talk this out because I felt so bad for him that I mean, you're a little more seasoned, like you know yeah. what you're doing. This is like his first big competition, and I'm just concerned. Yeah. I, my mother, my motherly instincts have turned on, and I'm like, <laughs> we need to get Stewart a plus yeah. one, you know, or a coach's that's right. Pass, so he's a big boy we'll though. He's he's a, he's a I, well, He's 23. He's a big boy, but I, I understand where you're. I understand where you're coming from. Um, you know the whole the whole yeah. back behind the scenes can be very overwhelming with the athlete briefing and you know remind mm-hmm. him to eat and get where you need to be and all that kind of stuff. His parents will be there cheering him on, so he's not like completely by himself. Yeah. But you know he's not giving mom or dad his coach's pass. So. Yeah, I got you, and that's kind oh, of yeah. It makes me feel good. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'll definitely, yeah, we can definitely reach out and we can link up for sure. I just, um, I'm kind of used to it, like, just because of my schedule. Like, I usually sure. train by myself anyways. Um, consider myself maybe a little bit of a, a lone wolf. But, um, uh, yeah, no, we can definitely, we'll definitely link up. And I'd love to talk to Drake, so. Very cool. Okay. So, um, I think you kind of already answered this, but I'm going to let you sort of wrap it up in a bow here. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimate uh, goals for the weekend. My ultimate goals for the weekend are, yeah, to like I yeah, kind of sound like a broken record, but to put my okay. absolute best products um, on on the floor um, and qualify for the CrossFit Games. So um, I don't, I don't. Um, so I try to be process oriented like that. So I, like I said, I try. I'm going to try to put the best strategy into the workouts and stay true to myself. And because in, in some of these workouts, man, like these dudes come shot out of a cannon. And yeah. so it, and it takes a lot. And that's, I'll talk to Drake a little bit about that maybe too, because it's, you have to stay within yourself. And if you have the capacity to do that, then by all means, you need to do that. But um, it's hard on that floor to know, to stay true to your, to your strategy. Um, and if your strategy is just to hit the gas all the time, then, then so be it. But to, to attack it from the right mindset. So yeah, I, I hope to be there, get primed correctly, have my nutrition and everything squared away so that when I step on the floor, I can compete at my highest capacity. And hopefully at the end of the weekend, that puts me in the top five. Um, and well, I guess I think top eight would be last chance qualifier. That'd be plan B, I yeah. guess. So okay. I'd be lying if I said, well, if I come in 10th, but I did my absolute best, I'll walk away happy. Um, I'm just too competitive to look at it like that. But so I, um, absolutely I hope to and expect to qualify for the games. And if not, we'll, we'll take that as it comes and, and then put in a plan for, for the next year. So, um, that's okay. just what I'm, that's what I'm hoping to do. So this is not, this is not your last ditch effort to make it either. You're planning no. to continue no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. While I'm feeling, while I'm feeling good and feeling like I'm in mm-hmm. the best shape of my life, um, in my twenties. Yeah. I hope to see where I can go in the sport for sure. Awesome. Well, I would like to say that, you know, we were one of the first folks that interviewed you before all that happened, you know, that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. Appreciate well, it. Well, Jack Rosema, it's been good to meet you. Thank yeah. you so much. And, uh, you know, we wish you the best of luck. We'll, we will not be there, but we will be watching for sure. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome.